0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Losing weight is something most of us think about at one time or another. And my guest today says weight loss is about skill, not willpower. Registered dietitian and certified diabetes educator Jill Weisenberger has written Diabetes Weight Loss Week by Week in an effort to take the anxiety and confusion out of weight loss. Now, Jill stresses that there's no magic wand that makes excess waste disappear overnight. But with mindful eating and expert guidance, a healthy weight is possible. And Jill's joining us today to talk about those strategies. Welcome, Jill. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, it's an important topic, obviously, and we should stress that this book is not just for those with diabetes. It's for everybody because it is, in fact, just a healthy lifestyle, right?
1: Yes, that's definitely true the you know the basic principles for weight loss don't vary they're really the same whether somebody has diabetes or doesn't have diabetes So the book covers all of the the things that somebody with or without diabetes would need to know. There's about 10% of the book that covers things that are specific to people with diabetes, such as the risk of having a low blood glucose or a need to change medications or some changes in exercise depending on certain health conditions. But um, somebody with diabetes wants to go through it. It's a week-by-week, so they can go through it with somebody in their home or a friend who doesn't have diabetes. It's a perfect match. Or even if somebody doesn't have diabetes, they pick the book up. It really covers what they need to know.
0: Well, let me ask you, first of all, is it harder to lose weight or keep the weight off? And secondly, does it present even more challenges for somebody with diabetes?
1: Um, I think we'll have to say that it is harder to keep the weight off because I'm sure, like me, you have known many, many people who have been able to lose the weight but not keep it off. Um, but we do know people can keep it off. I know that from my own practice when working with patients over the last 22 years, 20, yet yeah, 22 years, um, and I also know that from research. We do know it is possible.
0: No, well, that's um, definitely and we important. Have some
1: strategies for that. One of the things that I think is important is that the plan that you pick to lose weight needs to be sustainable. So it's not giving up all sugar or giving up all carbs or never eating chocolate or never eating fat. It has to be sustainable. Um, so that's that's one of the keys. Now you asked: Is it harder for people with um, diabetes to lose weight and to keep it off? I think it's plain hard no matter what. Diabetes are not. And I do think that it might be a few more things for the person with diabetes to, to pay attention to. Um, so, in some ways, I think it's a little harder. There are some medications for diabetes that make weight loss harder, but not impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, really, it's just plain hard for anybody. Just think about food is everywhere. In your office, you probably have sweets or other junk food (laughs) in your kitchen or maybe on somebody's desk when you're walking by. It's always there. It's there when we go to Girl Scout meetings and and Boy Scout meetings, and everybody's supposed to bring snacks to soccer when, you know, kids are only on the field for a, a, a game only lasts an hour, the practice lasts an hour, and kids are only on the field for a few minutes. And I don't know why everybody needs snacks, but food is everywhere.
0: You know, that's so true. In general. Yep, that's so true. You are tempted everywhere you turn around. Well, what Mm -hmm. are some basic strategies that can help people find success in their attempt to lose weight?
1: Well, I think the first thing goes back to what I said just a, a little while ago is to choose a weight loss plan that is sustainable. So make reasonable goals, make reasonable changes in your behavior. Um, and this is something I put a lot of emphasis on in the book, Diabetes Weight Loss, Week by Week, and I put a lot of emphasis on it in my practice. The goals need to be behavioral, and so it focuses on your action. And they need to be specific in something that is realistic, something that you can do. So some changes might be for somebody who... Eats fried foods seven to ten times a day, it might be to make the, the small change of limiting fried foods to, I, mean, I didn't mean seven to ten times a day. I, meant seven I was going to 10 gonna
0: times say, I, that person ought to just be, just <laughs> be sent yeah, to their that's room. That's what I meant, seven <laughs> to ten times a week yeah.
1: um, might be just to do it three or four times a week. Um, so that's a very specific goal. You know exactly what you're doing. It's measurable. You can say whether you've done it or not. And it is your behavior. So when somebody says to me, oh, my goal is to eat better, um, well, that's not very specific, and it's not something that's really measurable. So I want them to be more specific and say exactly how they are going to eat better. And when somebody says, oh, my goal is to lose weight or, oh, my goal is to lower my blood glucose or my blood cholesterol, those aren't behaviors. Those are the result of the behavior, and we can't entirely control the rate at which we lose weight or what our blood glucose does and what our cholesterol does. But we are 100% in control of our behaviors. That is so. so we want the focus to be that is so and it can well be on, put. You know, small things: swapping out a four-ounce bagel for a two-ounce English muffin, leaving you know 10 to 20%. Of your starch and meat portions um, on your plate, or reducing your portions by that amount, right, so they're just just small things at the end of the day, at
0: the end of the week
1: and the year, they all add up.
0: I think you're saying though that it's a behavior that you're after and not the result. Is, exactly. is the really will key. The behavior. Yes. And, and we can control the behavior. That, that's really mm-hmm. important. You know, I thought of one thing. So many people will mindlessly eat in front of the TV or whatever. Your behavior change could be, I'll still have a snack, but I'm going to sit at the table every time I eat. I wonder if that would really slow down some of that mindless eating. Because after all, one of the first things you say is mindful eating is what's going to change things. Right. Right. So
1: being deliberate on your food choices and food choices meaning the amount as well as the actual food and and where you're eating. So, yes, I agree 100% with what you say. In my house, we have a rule. I call it no eating from the source. So you cannot dig your hand into the chip bag, the cereal box, the cracker box, and eat from that. You cannot eat from the source or no serving dish. You have to put it in a dish. That's smart.
0: That's smart. Because boy, oh, boy, that bag box, you know, that's where you can get into the trouble for sure. Well, of right. course, you said don't give up entire food groups or entire treats. And it's true. I mean, come on. We all have to admit eating is one of the pure joys of life. And it should be. Exactly. It absolutely should be. So, how you know,
1: The primary can, reason that we eat is to fuel
0: our bodies. But hey, we have taste buds. Exactly, use them and enjoy them. Exactly. So, how? What are some some strategies for snacks to keep the snacks in our life, but keep them healthy?
1: Um, Well, I think one one thing that I have my patients do who have trouble with snacking is um, together we write up a list of good, healthy snacks and um, tack it on the refrigerator or keep it at the office or wherever it is. So when you have that, I need a snack, you already have your list of, of, you know, four to 10 items to choose from. So it's not having to make the decision at that moment, I think is is very helpful.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: Snacks should be things that fill in nutritional gaps. Snacks are not a reason to eat junk food. They, um, They really should be filling in nutritional gaps. And for most people, that means fruits and vegetables. Um, and and so that's the first thing that I would look at. What are the things that you're not getting enough of in your meal? Um, for me, I like a snack that's more like a mini meal. So I will look at at least two food groups, sometimes three. So I might have, um, an apple sliced thinly with a tablespoon of almond butter or peanut butter. And to me, that's, that's, it's balance right there. Mm-hmm. So I've got, you know, some healthy fats in the nut butter and a tiny bit of protein in the nut butter, and I've got the carbohydrates and the fiber in the apple. So there's a lot of balance there. Um, so just a couple of good choices that come to mind might be what I just said or a half of a sandwich, a peanut butter sandwich or a chicken sandwich, um, hummus with um, different vegetables, bell peppers, cauliflower, um whole grain uh, pita bread. Um, I love Greek yogurt because it's so thick. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like the plain, nonfat Greek yogurt, and I mix my own fruit in it. And if it's not sweet enough, sometimes it's not. You know, I don't have a problem putting a little sprinkling of sugar or a little sprinkling of artificial sweetener on it. Um, Reduced fat veggies and some cheese. So those are some things that come to my mind. Um, Now, if I'm thinking specifically... People with diabetes, sometimes their blood glucose might already be at the high end of, of their target range or it already might be elevated, but they're hungry and they should be able to eat. So they would want to pick things that are not high in carbohydrates. So nuts would be a good choice. Reduce that cheese and vegetables, a hard-boiled egg, um, One of my favorite things I call a portobello pizza. You just take a large portobello mushroom, clean out the center, and um, add like a tablespoon of jarred spaghetti sauce and some reduced fat cheese and bake it in the oven.
0: Mm, That sounds good. kind of like
1: having a pizza with no crust.
0: Yeah, that sounds really good. Well, Jill has uh, shared with me a really great series of tips if you are trying to lose weight with diabetes or not. And, of course, it includes some tips on exercise as well. And they're from the book Diabetes Weight Loss Week by Week by Jill Weisenberger. And I'm going to put all of Jill's information on amystable.com. But, of course, you can always go to... Uh, diabetes.org for more information as well. Is that the right website, Jill? I think it is. Yes, it is. There you go. And I'll put all of that on amystable.com as well. So, Jill, thank you so much for joining us. Inspirational. Lots of great information. Keep us motivated to stay healthy. Thank you. Uh, My pleasure. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.